Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Do fans squeeze ya. Josh Squared, yeah. <laughs> Rightio, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're back in business again. Big episode in store. We've got the big boy from Harcourt, Xavier Henderson. Uh, very, very excited for you guys to have a listen to that one. We had a lot of fun with it. Um, but Duffy, like before we get into all that, uh, obviously it's uh, it must be back to school time because I'm sitting up opposite you and you've got a beautiful new fresh wig. I do, I do. I've had to get a haircut. I'll let Chelsea cut it while we're in isolation. She did a great job of it, but I thought I better get the real deal. So Stevie, big shout out to Stevie, works at Bendigo Hair House across from the cinema, but has just had a baby, so she's at home. But it was I was lucky enough that she uh, let me come over and cut my hair because I'm very um very careful about my haircuts these days because as most of the listeners know from previous episodes and most of my friends know, I have alopecia. Mm-hmm. So um, Marissa's horse, China, on the OC actually died from alopecia. <laughs> so if anyone remembers that, big shout out to you, China. But yes, I have alopecia, so I'm very limited to what sort of haircut I can get. So I get the short back and sides, but I'm starting to have to go with the fresh fade. So I've got that done, and um, I'm actually pretty happy with it, but I don't know how many haircuts I'll have left, to be honest. Well, I think you're just going to be running that fade until it's an entire he- whole head fade, mate. <laughs> so bold, so bold. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But um, it's funny, because we actually didn't have not spoken about this, but you got a haircut as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm running a haircut. Like, obviously, both teachers got the kids come back this week, so... Um, Try to tidy up a bit. I was sort of running that woolly wig for a while, just not getting out. I actually didn't even know if the barbers were open and stuff, but it turns out they've been open the whole time. And yeah, I'll go see um I'll go see a couple of fellas tucked away down the little alley behind um uh Bicknell's. And it's a great setup there because it's twenty cash, they don't take any card. Of course. Uh, <laughs> what what nationality are they? Uh there are a couple of Italian fellas. Of course, cash. Tight, yeah. Very similar to Nico's fusion chip shop. Yeah, cash they're, only. They're running a tight ship, those boys, and his his name's Jamie. He does a great job and he's in his uh father who's I reckon he'd be about eighty or so and it's just a great spectacle when you're in there. Anyone that's had their hair cut there would know. Like They just bounce off each other. Um, What's it know, called? La Boqueta? Uh, <laughs> actually, I don't know. I just call it Jamie's Barber. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real good experience. But it's probably the, it's the best spot I've ever had my hair cut. You just don't, you don't feel... I don't know. I used to get real bad anxiety around haircuts. Like, do I have to make small talk with a girl cutting your hair? And... and you have to say to them when they hold the mirror up at the end and say, is that what you're after? And in your head, you're going... Not at all. This is not what I asked for. It looks shocking and you do that nervous. Yeah, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, do you take card? <laughs> then when you walk out, you want to cry and you put a, be- a hat or beanie straight back on. But it's either that or it's getting a home job, mate. And I know that your missus, obviously Chelsea, has done a good job in your home job, but... I've been, I've had some stinkers in terms of home jobs. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember before an English exam, um, Tom Dunn, Chris Bray... Jackson Zimmer as well. Actually, we were starting for English exam. We got bored and we thought it would be a good idea to just get the clippers out. And Tommy Dunham ran half half shaved, half not shaved for a bit there. Um, and he then, uses gloves of retro haircut. He's running the uh, Milky Way it's at the moment, the top deck. The blonde, blonde on top. Yet to, yet to uh, get any results, but that, uh, we're blaming that on isolation. Um, silly boy. You had a silly haircut before or not? Oh... I've, yeah, I did, once to myself, when I was playing footy at Kahuna, actually, I remember one mad Monday, I just decided that I was just going to cut all my fringe off. 
Yeah, so I still no, had hair and I just had no fringe. Oh. So sort of the reverse mullet kind of thing. It was very, real dumb because it was like half done. It wasn't really part of any costume. I just thought this would be a good idea. I'll get a few laughs and I did. But then straight after I thought, I don't know if that was really worth it. <laughs> now I look like an absolute idiot. And then I ended up having a... I went to the hairdresser. Actually, I remember it was just... I used to go to Just Cuts while I was at uni. And I said, oh, what can you do with this? And she said, uh, not much at all other than shave it. So... I had the number. I had to get the number four, but Dad only let us get the number four. So we used to sit down in the backyard and he'd hold our head and just shave number four. It's the only haircut we're allowed to have. No salad allowed on Dino's no, part. No, no salad. So just number four all over. And I used to ball my eyes out when I had to get it. But other than that, no, not really. Mate, no offense to Just Cuts. It's a great franchise, but you're you're. I don't know. You're, the writing was on the wall when you go on there to try and save your haircut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I know. Gut market a little bit more there. Exactly. Uh, looking sharp, boys. Xavier Henderson, the Duke of Harcourt, coming up next. Wakey, wakey. Oh, come in. Big night on the fins, Duffy boy. Oh, massive night. Oh, it's been a big few days on them, actually. I feel absolutely horrible. I can't even get up. Mate, tell you what you need. You need to get off your bottom. You need to head down to Flora Hill Butcher. Whoa, what, what can I get down there? Flora Hill Butcher. Beautiful steaks. Benigo's best lamb sausages. I'm talking stuff with feta, sun-dried tomato, stuff made of angels, and gorgeous schnitzels. Get a six-pack of fins there as well. I'm out the door. Your perfect hangover cure, your best man in town. Woo! <laughs> Who wants to come on a date? Small portions of food we hate. Please make sure it is not late. You'll need to concentrate. Come and seal your fate. Or rate your play. Mate. Mate. <laughs> Radio. It is with great pleasure that we welcome the self-confessed Mayor of Harcourt, King of the Apples, one titwheel, Xavier Henderson! Welcome to the show, legend. Uh, Good to be here, boys. Good to be here. Something I've been looking forward to uh, for a while now, so thanks for having me. It was good. To, yeah, it was good to get another road trip in. We've been to Melbourne. That was our only other road trip. We went down there for Katie's uh, Mexican Fiesta, and this is a short trip over to Harcourt. We haven't been out this way very often, and it was absolutely delightful. And yeah, we've been looking forward to doing this episode as well. That's a beautiful part of the world, mate. Beautiful part of the world. Before we get talking about uh, some nice stories we have, and also we do want to touch on what it's like living in Harcourt because this is the second time I've been to Harcourt. Yeah, Harcourt. I don't think I've ever been here to be honest. Yeah. The only thing I know about Harcourt is that Daniel Ridgeway loves the Harcourt lines. <laughs> Ridgey's a big square. That's about all I know, and they have a lot of apples here. Yeah, so we, oh, someone, Zach Denny, he told us to, he wanted us to vote for the hardcore beanies as well. They've got real good beanies, don't they? Oh, yeah. Well, the football uh, club. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so like the design. On social media. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Well, that's about second. all I know. But now I think I might move here. Yeah. No, it's a great part of the world. Uh, before we do that, though, we sort of like to talk about how we how we know our guests. So, Doof, I, I guess we'll kick off with you first, mate. How, how do you know the great man? Well, we just had this conversation about five seconds before we went on air. We decided that we actually haven't formally probably met. Like, I always feel like I do know him, though, because I hang around. Obviously, I've gone to Bridgewater now, and I hang around a lot of boys that know Zave and talk about him a bit. And we've just... Our, 
paths have never collided where we've been on the piss together, I guess. And I just, yeah, this is probably the first time we've had a proper sit-down conversation and had a few beers. But, um, yeah, I don't really recall any other times apart from where he drove past one day and went, went down his window and basically waved to me as most normal people would. <laughs> But other than that, Gave yeah. Two fingers, other than that, that's two, pretty. That's pretty much the two it, finger really. salute. <laughs> I wasn't real sure. I said to you in the car on the way here. I said I think I've I've talked to him before. Like I would have had to have talked to him. And I remember that training time. And then, yeah, Dave confirmed that we haven't actually had a sit down. It's a now, delight. It's a delight to see you both make your acquaintance because it's a couple of great men. Yeah, well, uh, it feels like we've known each other for a while. We just talked a bit of piss. So. Yeah, a few single fins in the yeah. belt. Um, yeah, exactly. We're best mates. We're probably my best man at a wedding. <laughs> you can do worse, uh, Xavier. For me and you, I think. Well, it goes back for a while. I remember actually the first time I met you was probably basketball, YMCA Hurricanes. Yeah, Chris Green, absolutely leading charge. Chris um, Green setting his... a dynasty. Yes, Bendigo Basketball Association. That was great times. We're talking Dooley Neiman. Dooley Neiman in his prime. Uh, Mate, Alex Highwood in his prime. Alex Highwood. Generally thought he was going to get drafted the NBA. Yeah, he was He was very good. Uh, he had Seb Green. Fraser McCarthy. Fraser, Fraser McCarthy. <laughs> Sam Timmons was there for a bit. I don't know if that was the same year as you. He might have just back. You might have been his replacement. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, they were, they were good times. I used, to, I used to finish those games. I'd have two points for the game if I'm lucky. And we'd, we'd be winning. Um, and Dad would just go... Oh, good game, mate. You got a goal. Well done. It was good for exercise. It was very much the same. I didn't really contribute to the team. So um, running back and forth on the court probably did, did me well uh, for a bit of health. But other than that, I didn't really contribute much. So no, we got two of us. What were you actually saying in the car, though, about when you first met Zay oh, for basketball? Oh, I actually reckon, Zay, I actually reckon my first thoughts of you, Zay, I reckon you might have put me out of a bit of a spot in the team. And I had a bit of angst. <laughs> I had a bit of angst towards you. <laughs> You are one pathetic loser. I was saying, do it for my... Yeah, you didn't tell me this. No, I know. Is that why you never I'll, gave me the ball? When I've I'm kept this bottled up. <laughs> <laughs> you rat. <laughs> I just thought, who is this little Girton? This Girton fog. Uh, Not a phrase McCarthy's made, but he's coming along. Little weasel. Yeah, but, um, you know, fast forward down the track, played under-18s footy together. Um, won a flare together Won a flare together Picked on Dogger Walsh For an entire year Drop meat pie Drop meat pie Apologies <laughs> Dogger Dogs Dogs I remember, remember that fondly um, <laughs> Thank you sound guy uh, Yeah and then obviously Since then probably Fast forward again We also worked together At the Queen's Arms For about six months Yeah that uh, was In a, more recent times and, Yeah that was an interesting Part of my life So that was fun Yeah no, we'll touch on that later <laughs> But that was good that was really good. So, um, yeah, thanks for coming on the show, mate. Um, oh, yeah, it's been, been quite a journey. Just right got a on. question for you. Our favourite part is when we do a few true and false, and obviously they have to be. They're very PG. Did you, true, did you say true and true false? True and false. Yeah, or, a bit, or a bit of a story. Yeah, they're a bit open-ended questions or <sighs> true and false. They're nothing too serious because obviously we're a PG show, Squidgy and I are school teachers, and we wouldn't want to badmouth any of our guests that we get on, especially after they've cooked us a lovely meal. It's pretty, pretty rude if we just go straight into and throw them under the bus, but we did, we did touch on it before. What We don't actually know anyone that lives in Harcourt. We don't really know much about Harcourt. You've grown up here your whole life. So on a serious note, what's it actually like living here and growing up here? Uh, absolute pleasure. Um, would have uh, wanted to be brought up anywhere else. Um, I know a lot of people like to use the term God's country. But um, gets thrown around. Yeah, gets, gets thrown I've around never a actually bit. heard that. I've never heard God's water, single fin at Gage Roads. But um, each to their own. But uh, Mount Alexander and the Harcourt Valley District 
um, is is perfect, mate. It's it is nice country. So, I agree. Even though we drove through at night, it's very um, picturesque. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, after a big weekend, um, there's nothing better than escaping Bendigo and everyone else and coming home and isolating for a couple of nights until the next, <laughs> till the next weekend. Until I venture into the big smoke yeah. again. It's like so. the life of, a, life of a caterpillar. Just yeah. get back in your cocoon yeah. and then blossom on the Come weekend. out and absolutely cause damage and then go back home and no one knows where you've gone. So, so you've got a bit of land out here, obviously. Uh, like. Yeah, not too much, mate. I'm, uh, yeah, a little bit. Do you have cows? Oh. <laughs> um, well, if you ask Zeb Broadbent, I am the uh, cattle cocky of Harcourt. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, cattle cocky. So yeah, I've got a, I've got a oh, I've got a few. I'm 40, 40, 45. Head or so, so not nothing humongous, mate. Just something to if, um, play around with. If all our squares can cast them on back to about episode three or four, animal news. <laughs> uh, you, you'll fondly remember the the um, cows causing chaos in Harcourt. Yeah, on the loose. So uh, did they actually get out? Is that what happened? Or? No, not at all. I've got no idea whose cows <laughs> um, got out. But it is a bit of a running joke out um, Bridgewater Way because. I used to use it as a bit of an excuse to duck away from the pub and just say the cows got out. The cows were getting out at the very extraordinary times, about 10 or 11 p.m., but, um, yeah, that was my running excuse for to get away, so... No, good one. Good one, like the dog eating his homework. And obviously living... what well, I guess one sort of... I wouldn't say downfall, but obviously living away from Bendigo and having to travel for work or whatever else you go and do, it's probably going through a bit of petrol to, to be able to do that. And two weeks ago... You are uh, the fumes ran out and stranded. <laughs> yes, I forgot all about that actually. <laughs> yeah. right, you do it homework. Nothing, nothing is secret with Josh Grant. Um, yeah, that that Mazda bloody three or whatever. It's not my car. It's my uh, bloke I work with. Is That's gone, it driving driving on fumes? Then he's <laughs> gone back to WA during the COVID nineteen crisis. So I thought I'd uh, look after his car and. It said it had two bars on it, so I went to Bendigo uh, and came back, and I actually passed Yak Ross on the way home, and it was going 40Ks um, on the back roads there, because it was starting to chug and starting to run out of fuel, and Yak gave me a call and said, are you alright? But he um, unfortunately wasn't carrying any unleaded on him, so I thought I'd get past the little hill and about two Ks away, but unfortunately on the last hill, um, it no shit just stopped on halfway up the hill and started rolling backwards so, um, it, so was a, it, was a, yeah, it was an interesting morning but. so the Maz is still there obviously you just, yeah you, it's just it's just down the road so I just put just, just left parked up yeah. there's, the bloke, there's the bloke whose car it is know about this no god no absolutely not so, well actually I'd probably give stuff we are so. a massive podcast so you, he would be listening for sure so yeah, yeah your car's stranded in Harcourt if you don't come and get it we're going to claim it as our own and be the J2 mobile yeah sorry it's a shit car anyway, mate. So. Well, he's lucky he didn't get stranded in WA because I know what happens to cars that get left on the side of the road in WA. Dismantle. The brothers come out <laughs> and they take it to pieces. I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. They take the wheels, everything. The brothers. If you live near Carl, that, that, that thing wouldn't last a night. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be too too far off that in Harcourt, mate. There's a few <laughs> slimy people walking about the joint. Um, mate, I want to go towards now your footy. So you obviously you've won two senior flags. Um, no, <laughs> incorrect. Oh, wait, what? So did, you win a flag? did you win a flag at Bridgie? No, I did no. <laughs> I, got, I got dropped in the first year for um, Rick Ladston, my, may I add, um, ex-AFL ex- Premiership star. 
Um, there's another two blokes that came to the side, but I'd, I'd like to choose it. Um, I, I got dropped for him. Um, <laughs> I got dropped for those two blokes. <laughs> um, in the first year, and uh, in the second year, we actually lost um, to your guest you had on last week, the big duck, Kerno Calibre. Ah, uh, yes. Um, so, Natty, I've only won the one. So, did you win? Have you won a twos one? Yeah, yeah, one, 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 two, one, yeah. That's where I fell down because when I was doing my huge homework, I've just gone (laughs) off the fact that you had a... Bridgewater top on and a medal yeah, around your yeah, neck. Yeah. Don't worry, it's happened to me before. When I went on Jed Manton's podcast, he said to me, oh, you want to send your flag? I'm like, no, I didn't. I played <laughs> twos one that year. He's like, oh, I swear I saw you playing and it just got deeper and deeper. I'm like, no, I definitely didn't. <laughs> don't have to keep talking <laughs> about it. I've been going, no. And I've been absolutely roasted for it ever since. So I don't know how it feels, though. Well, right, so you've won one single flag. Flag to flag, though. Sorry. When it, you still won two. Yeah, you won two. Uh, yeah. We've actually won three if you count the under-18s. In fact, you're one of the rare blokes who's won one in under-18s, resis and seniors. I actually won two in under-18s, so laughing. Yeah. Yeah, it's still even more rare. Yeah. Me too, bro. Yeah, it's two, weird. 2 one Tata. Must be the, the sand. The footy factory. Yeah. Anyway, that's another, that's another story. So you just bring up that was very, very rare, but you've done it. <laughs> I've done it as well. So just everyone, in case you wanted to know, it's Bridget's a gun. Oh, just shit enough to win all three. That's what I say. <laughs> Because you'll never see uh, your Lockie Sharps and that winning a reserves flag, I don't think. <laughs> no, not until he's 90. Um, so, no, 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 that's at three different clubs as well, so I'm a bit of a whore. Yeah, well, we all knew that. <laughs> um, no, the point I was getting to is, you know, you've been successful, but I wouldn't say that you're, you're like, you love footy. Do you love footy or not? Hate footy. Thank you. Absolutely hate footy. Yeah. So you've got his question and everything he wrote down now. <laughs> no, I wrote a mistake. Um, Absolutely shocking. Yeah, like you've never... When I play on right ends, you only did for the social side of it, and that's what most people do it for, I would say. And mm. then, so you've won the flag at Natty, but you're sort of lucky to have won one in a way because yeah. if you had it your way. Yeah, if, um, if well, Zeb Broadbent and Mark Lindsay weren't the coach, um, I definitely wouldn't have been playing in the one side, which would have suited my um, lifestyle. But um, <clears throat> unfortunately, or fortunately, whatever way you want to look at it, Zeb did drag me by the ear. Uh, to most of those games and I did try to leave um, halfway through the season um, but once again Zeb had me by the ear he's got away with words he's <laughs> very good at pressuring yeah. you should sell um, <laughs> should sell use and stuff <laughs> as a job is that what he does? Oh, I don't know he'd be good at it he'd be good at it he'd sell shit but uh, no I'm uh, very fortunate and thankful for Zeb because uh, yeah I'm not winning the senior premiership so and won it with a bunch of legends in a great club, so I can't ask for much more. They are a very good club. While, while we're on that, though, there was a little, maybe, I wouldn't say a mishap, because it ended up turning out all right, but you obviously get halfway through the season, coming into finals, you're still done, not really loving footy. Zeb forces you out, and it coincides with your five-year school reunion. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the uh, five-year school reunion, that was a, that was a cracking night, but... Um, Unfortunately, uh, we, we did play on the Sunday. It was an elimination uh, final to get to the grand final. So it was a pretty serious game. Um, however, uh, I, I did message Zeb and told him that I wasn't going to miss the five-year reunion because they only come around once. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, I... I booked an Airbnb in Benio for all the Melbourne people to yeah, stay. Really, we're going out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was gonna. I'll have a few booking Airbnb in town. 
And um, I just thought a couple of people might come back after the after the event and you know a bit of a two to two to two thirty three thirty job, and it um it did blow out till about seven o'clock that morning, so um, as two, good five year in you yeah <laughs> to my surprise I was getting a taxi back home and had about two or three hours sleep and uh, drove out to Maryborough and then had another about forty five to fifty minutes sleep in the rooms before the game and. Um, thankfully we won and thankfully went to the grand final and we won then so yeah can't really complain about it <laughs> what, were, like, what, were you, what were you thinking when you first like 7am you've obviously had a gut full piece and you laid, lay down and you think it's 7am in the morning and where, when like you know when everyone leaves and it finally really hits you that you've made a massive mistake and you should go like home. you think oh this is unreal unreal and then there's just like that half an hour window that you just think what am I doing like what have I done let alone I do that just thinking about going home to bed <laughs> And you have done it before a final. Like, surely you just thought, I've really mucked up here. Um, oh, look, to tell you the truth, I, I did, yeah, obviously, I put that, that feeling probably kicked in a bit earlier. That probably kicked in about three o'clock. But um, I put my hand up um, and thought to myself, I was the one who got the Airbnb and I was the one who invited everyone back. So it'd be pretty bloody rude of me to be the one that disappears. So he's a man of the people. So the cows, the cows didn't get out that night, and the show went on. The fences were up, mate. We were on. Uh, the show went on. It's a yeah. pizza. So, um, obviously, so win the flag, and like you say, Natty Bialba, great, um, sort of great. Country so, so I actually don't know if Natty, not many people from Natty know about that. So if you are listening, I do apologise for that behaviour. And they don't get internet out there, bros. <laughs> no, Natty is still, yeah, they're not doing a podcast. They're still on the CD ROMs. But anyway, um, go on. Yeah, no, nah, good. Thanks for apologising because we do have a few Natty followers. I'm sure, I'm sure they put it behind them. They got a flag out of the belt. You didn't get best on ground, did you? By any chance? Um, that that game, did you or not? Uh, grand final. Yeah. Because uh, no. I'd like to cast no. mine to the 2017-2018 no. Falls Festival Where <laughs> <laughs> See as you can tell As you can tell We just talk about flags Very neutral Talk about partying Yes I'm the king uh, Yeah there was, there was no disputing Who had the Norm Smith medal At the end of that one um, Yeah just um, the I just swept in on the last night And um, took it off the likes of David Burr. Um, or, or there's a few, there's a few names actually. You probably there's plenty say. of names. There's a few names that you could probably say, but um, yeah, that was a that was a, a day that, or a full four days that um, it was a pretty exciting time in my life, mate. So yep. um, I don't regret anything. No, I'm sure you no. don't. Um, yeah. And look, if it wasn't for that, we probably wouldn't be as tight as we are now with our relationship with the pub. Yeah, that's right. That's um, correct. Yeah. Obviously worked at the pub for a while there, just trying to stay off the piss, um, yeah. which was great times for you and I. Um, sort of getting a look, look at the uh, look at the rabbles that would roll into the Queen's arms. And, uh, yeah, it's good to be on the other side of the bar, to tell you the truth. Yeah. For a little bit there. So, no um, big shout out to um, Jack Nayland too, actually. I, I don't really have much to do um, with Jack Nayland. Um, <clears throat> I've obviously seen him around, but... Um, he's he's the one who uh, who escorted me home um, that night at Falls. So did he? Yeah, he's a good man. Great man, Nails. So oh, was it was that the same Falls where he um, cleared the pack with? He he went into (laughs) and he pissed everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) You have whisper it. We're still on air. Uh, well, yeah, big shout out, Jack. Now I think it's probably in the same Falls, and um, we're like, let's get a mosh going, and. um, so Jack's dropped his dax and he's just basically started spinning around on the spot while urinating and slowly created this 
I don't know, maybe 10 by 10 meter diameter circle. And then a mosh started, and some guys come through and absolutely cl- like clean him yeah, up. Yeah, he did get the. I do remember that, and full, he was and he was rocked from it. He was, he was full knocked out. Like I remember um, going into the fest, like and he had cuts all over his yeah, face he, and that. Yeah, yeah he had a black yeah. eye. People were carrying him out. So we've all been there. Jack's probably reflecting on that, thinking, "Well, what goes around comes around." I help Dave. Um, <laughs> other people help me. So that's the kind Good of karma. that's the kind Good of community karma. falls is too. They look after yeah, you. It's a great um, time. No, enough of that We're going to move into the food now mate So Would you like to Maybe tell us if you? Well first of all Would you rate yourself As a bit of a chef or um, oh, To tell you the truth Before um, COVID-19 um, Hit us I probably wouldn't have thought Anything about me being a chef But um, Ever since COVID's come around I've actually discovered I'm not I'm pretty handy in the kitchen So Yeah, um, yeah I'd say I'm not too bad I do follow the um, What Google has to offer that It's not like I'm making This sort of stuff up in my head um, Amy Hooper, Amy Hooper. <laughs> That's no recipe, no recipes. Just yeah. knows it off the top of her head. Amy Hooper last week did say she goes off the bat, which is impressive. Well, I don't know many people, well. but it's good cool, like good can follow. And, oh, no. But I don't know about how do you touch. Yeah, she, I don't know. Yeah, that, you know, I don't know about touch. So you just, well, she just, touch, <laughs> she just touches the bottom of the glass. <laughs> two tablespoons, I can tell. Yeah. But she, I guess, just, I just, just experience. Her dad's a chef, so but. No, she did do an excellent job. When we were there, that she didn't. I didn't see any instructions or any phones out or anything no, like that. She was just going. Because there's muscle, like good, really? Really? there's yeah. like good cooks and people who can follow recipes and cook well. Yeah. I consider which them is me. a good cook. Which is me, I think. Hopefully. Consider them, yeah. and then there's that's obviously next level. Like I don't know many people that can do that. Really, yeah, it's like a forty-year-old mum and two kids who's <laughs> absolutely cooked for a few years and yeah. fish fingers and chips. Yeah, no, yeah. she's she's that, We're not talking about her. We're talking about you. So <laughs> yeah, so um, obviously you've been on the Google. Yeah, so you can follow a recipe. Yeah, look, I, I reckon um, that meal, um, the the risotto, the pumpkin so and the mushroom risotto. Did you have to think much about what you were going to cook us, or did you think I'm going to go with that? Like, have you had that recently? I I did. I actually I cooked about two or three weeks ago. Um, had a bit of spare time up my sleeve, so I thought, why not? Haven't had risotto in a while. Um, found out it wasn't too bad. And I cooked it on the weekend as well for a bit of practice, um, knowing that you boys are coming this week in case I... It's good to see you practice, and I think it paid off, to yeah. be honest. Failure um, to prepare is preparing to fail. Do you want to just give it a... Gandhi. That was a quote from Gandhi. Do you want to just give us a quick... You just had it every week, I reckon. And I stand by it. You love that quote. Give us a real quick rundown. Obviously, risotto is very broad. What's in it? Like what? Um, pretty, pretty simple, this one. Just uh, a bit of garlic, um, leek, and onion, brown onion. Um... Obviously, a bit of stock. Um, I chose to use beef stock um, this time, and uh, yeah, not that's about it, really, mate. Just chuck it all in there, and then yeah, just uh, that's got the, tr- the, the, the trick. bit of the secret to it. Yeah, just uh, oven roast the pumpkin and uh, blend it up together. Uh, make a bit of a slushy and mix it all in. Pretty so, good. So, I actually got that trick off um, Corey from Queen's Arms. Yeah, yeah, he's, he messaged me that one. So, yeah, so right. any yeah, other pubs out there? If you want to top the queens, um, there's your trick. The uh, resi's not too bad either. I don't know the chefs there too well, but um, from what I've heard from everyone, it's not too bad. Yes, so. very, Thanks very good. Me. Yes, you're yeah. all over it, Xavier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even set up. Two of the greatest pubs ever. We'll be opening very soon too, so we're very excited to go back into the queens and the resi. Yeah, to taking bookings on June first to, dr- to drink one. We'll drink one off the timber, off the wood. Yeah, can't wait for one off the tap. So if you're going to give yourself, like, take into account, we don't do it formally now, but it's taste, presentation, temperature. 
variety, is punctuality. it? Punctuality. So just kind of give us a quick comment on each yeah, of those. Right. Well, I reckon punctuality. Um, I probably would have been a little bit better on punctuality if you two um, shut up when you got here. But you've managed to chew me ear off for a fair bit there. So Yeah, we did on purpose. <laughs> but it wasn't too bad. I was enjoying the chat. Um, <clears throat> punctuality. It did take five minutes to warm up um, in the microwave, though. That was a bit of a kill. I didn't realise it takes so long to heat up. But um, I don't know. Punctuality. We'll go for probably a three and a half. Oh, three and a half, I reckon. Yeah. Um, present Presentation. Not too bad, I don't think. I mean, it does sort of look like baby food um, with all the rice and stuff mushed in together. But besides getting getting over that, I'd probably go another three and a half to probably four. And um, <laughs> Duftinis. He's going uh, hard there, I think. And um, and uh, oh, the taste, I'd, I don't like to um, pump my own tyres up, but the taste was definitely a five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to, but it was 100% a five. And then we got uh, temperature. Uh, temperature. Um, before you got here, zero because it was cold. <laughs> but when you got here, I'd probably, yeah, just have to say five, maybe four and a half. I don't really know how you measure that. But um, um, Amy, what's Amy Hooper's not here, so I wouldn't be able to tell. She'd probably. She'd know by touch. She'd, yeah, yeah, she'd, 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 she'd just put her fingers into it. And, yep, that's She'd massage the risotto and no. Um, and that's about it, though. So overall, give us the score overall. What do you give yourself? Uh, I don't know what that average is out to be, but it's definitely not four and a half Duftinis, but I'm giving myself four and a half Duftinis. Four and a half Duftinis! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's definitely not. Well done, well done. Oh, well, yeah. we, we're generally pretty good. We're pretty in sync normally when we decide what we're going to give each person. And I'll be completely honest. When, I, like, when you said risotto, I was like, yep, perfect. And risotto is difficult because appealing-wise, like it's not the like the presentation-wise, it's not the best-looking no, thing to no, look at. No, no. But when it's... Like an off yellow to green sort of colour and it's in a big slab on a plate. I'll be very honest with you. It looks as if one of the cows has just shit straight onto the plate. <laughs> Do you agree? Like No, it, yeah. I would agree. Because it was it was it was clumped up, but that would, that played a role in the flavour, didn't it? Because it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's I wouldn't say it looked like it was gonna, gonna taste bad, but it just wasn't overly appealing. About. It looks like it almost looks like. But even though you even though you said that, you said, "Oh, well, it's all mushed together." But anyway, yeah, probably three and a half, four. <laughs> Wait, can you say that again, please? What did it look like? Ah, uh, just a good old munch on a Saturday yeah, night. So, yeah, so you, you, you've vomit. given it a three and a half for looks, but, but you, then you're just liking it to spew. <laughs> no, but, and, and not, hang on. However, <laughs> if you know what risotto looks like, then you've got to. Yeah, it's, not the, most, it's not the most over-appealing thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it's not like, another, yeah. th- another let-down. Well, not, I wouldn't say let-down, but... We, so, you, have, you obviously have some sort of garnish. So, the garnish was par- parmesan. Well, it started with parmesan. That It was parmesan mixed... Are you talking about the cheese? With tasty, <laughs> with, mixed with tasty cheese and, quote, is it is a, Well, I don't see a supermarket well, down the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I started with parmesan, then I ran out, so I just added tasty. I like the initiative, but... That doesn't cut it on this high-class show. Can I just put in a bit of a tip for future people that are listening to this show or just know Duff in, a, uh, in any way? I actually mentioned that to Duff when he walked in, and he said, oh, no worries, that's fine. Looking forward to it. <laughs> he gave me no hint or any indication that he had an issue with that, and now he's gone behind my back with a six-inch knife and putting it straight we, into me. We, do, so, we, are known, we are known. We are known. Amy and Bryce said last week, when we ate it, they made shanks a beautiful meal. They're not they're all beautiful meals pretty much apart yeah, from yeah. apart from and truck this, this, Yeah, apart from truck and we don't make, this is the worst. And we don't make any comment on it and we stay very straight faced because we it's we're a bit like um Master Chef. We do like 
like Matt Cravat and who? Uh, George Cole. George, Barrels. and we just we Big just George don't want to we just don't want to give much away. Big shout out, George. He's gone through a lot of hard times at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, as are we. So and uh, ta- but tastes so unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Right? And look, the only other thing with the temperature, which Dorf pointed out to me, obviously with the microwaving. Um, Dorf, you asked. You- <laughs> Uh, the really varying didn't. level of temp, so he claims to have burned, he claims to have burned his mouth on one part, but then he thought then there's another part that was cold. <laughs> cold. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, that is not true. Cold ish. Cold ish. Oh, rubbish. Nah. Luke, 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 warm. But um, nah, Xavier, look, all jokes aside, fantastic meal, and you got to understand when we when we do the scoring, like we've had a few fives. But then I don't recall many fours. Our next best would probably be a three and a half. Right? Interesting. <laughs> and we're going with... Three, three and a half, Dorf <laughs> Tini! <laughs> <laughs> well done, oh, mate. Well done. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Very good. Appreciate yeah, it. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, as long well as the taste was all right. Then oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's the main. Right. That's definitely the main thing. It I'll is. get over the others. No, it was, uh, and I, I do apologise for stabbing you in the back, but we do have to be harsh on this show. No, that's all right. No, just now the no, population don't. wouldn't now know not to trust you from. from <laughs> moment, so. I don't think the population did trust me before this. Um, Xavier, all, all jokes aside, you know it's been so good, man. Thanks for having us around. It's a beautiful little abode you have here, little no, shack. Lowers it all um, next to the family home. Yeah. Um, and yeah, great feed. Great times. Been reflecting on the good times a lot tonight, which I've really enjoyed. Yeah, no, it's been it's been an absolute pleasure, and um, I've I've enjoyed seeing you, Squidgy. Uh, seen you for a while, and Duff, it was a great way to get to know you. So I yeah. thought you were just going to leave me out, even though I backstabbed you. So you thought we, we thought we were mates. We'd heard a lot about each other. Now I'm just a conniving dog, no, and we'll never speak. No, no. It has been an absolute pleasure. It's been good. I like the one where we get away and like do something different. It's been good, and I did have high hopes for this, and it's definitely lived up to it. And I'm very excited to hear one of our favourite segments is our memorable or dead pet story or passed away pet. We are big pet lovers. We have Winnie the Winnie the Groodle and we have Squidgy as Bear the Cavoodle. We are massive pet lovers, as are you. Got your 45 head that you keep in a tight pen and never let out. That's exactly right. But is there a pet, a memorable pet or a pet that's passed away that you would like to touch on? Um, yeah, I, I did forget this uh, segment um, was a part of the show, but I... Uh, we had a family dog um, named Delilah, which is a, a French Mastiff. Um, beautiful looking dog. Um, so it was Matilda. Yeah. No, De- uh, no, Matilda's one we've currently got. So, oh. Yeah, Delilah. Yeah, so Delilah was one that passed away. And um, I was taking her for a walk. Um, and obviously there's a few kangaroos and whatnot around this joint. So I was taking her for a walk. Pretty nice evening. Um, bit, bit relaxing, enjoying myself. And she's taken off uh, to chase a kangaroo and... Done one of her ACLs. Um, oh, heaven, heaven forbid I didn't know dogs could actually do an ACL. Yeah. Which uh, leg? I uh, don't know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, back. Back. <laughs> don't know. Back left. <laughs> and um, anyway, she's done that. And um, about a week later, she's been diagnosed with cancer. Oh, and, uh, uh, Unfortunately, we had to put her down about six months later. So rest in peace, Delilah. Yeah. Poor, yeah. A very poor run for poor Delilah. That's a rough try. How old was she? Uh, only um, four years old, so she's pretty young. Oh, shit. But uh, she did live a nice lifestyle out here in um, the pristine uh, mountains of Harcourt. So, Which I'm sure Matilda's enjoying now. Yeah, well, it's actually pretty funny you've, you've said that because I didn't tell you this, but um, Matilda's actually done um, both her ACLs. 
<laughs> no way! She's partially torn. Oh no! ACLs. Oh no! So is this something in the ground here? Yeah, I think the mud's too sticky. Obviously, yeah. getting gripped grip from all those cows' hooves. <laughs> hooves. Sorry, so, getting gripped in the mud. But what a pity. Anyway, yeah. she's alright. She'll be back. She'll be back on the track. Oh, not, big, not too long. So. Big shout out to Delilah in Pet Heaven. Yeah, uh, thinking of you tonight. Yes. Love a fin for you. Rest in peace. Um, and lucky last mate. When all our guests uh, finish up, they get to put someone on skull cam. Yes, so, perfect. Yeah, take looking forward to this. Um, <laughs> He's looking. <laughs> don't, don't mind if I do. Um, now I had a bit of a hit list going because I was thinking about this the most out of the, um, in preparation for this show. Um, I had Jack Malcolm up there. Um, I had Jim Stagg up there. Um, however, I've Dolan's boys. <laughs> however, I've um, I've come to the conclusion that. Uh, big Reno pressed. Um, you are up, my brother. <laughs> Reno, you're on Skullcam, brother! You have 24 hours to upload a video of you sculling a beer or never listen to us again. Beep, beep, beep. beep. <laughs> hey, Duffy boy. Yeah? Want to go to the cafe? Nah, I'm all good. All good. Funny you say that because Adam and Eve is all good. They am talking all good pet friendly. I'm talking all good food. I'm talking all good smoothies and juice. And best of all, all good coffee. Damn straight. So head down and see Breezy at Adam and Eve Cafe in Quarry Hill. It's an excellent food, great coffee, and awesome atmosphere. And is a proud sponsor of Josh Squared. Love you, Breezy. Bendigo's Hot Topic. Hot Topic, Hot Topic. Radio, Bendigo Hot Topic. We've got a bit to get through today. Uh, firstly, being a footy show, or so we claim to be, um, huge news, Duffy, last week, uh, or earlier this week even, that the fixture has been released. We're nearly back in business Starting next weekend, how exciting. Very exciting. My boys, Collingwood versus Richmond, Thursday night. No crowd, but at least there's some sort of sport for us to watch. And we are a footy, food and friends show. We do get a lot of friends on and talk about a lot of people. We do eat a lot of food and eat... and Yeah, eat a lot of food. We do, we eat <laughs> and food. we talk about food flat out. But football, we've realised that since we've started the show was in summer, this, oh, the end of last footy season actually... Then that's basically rolled into recruiting and all that sort of stuff. So we covered that. Then that's rolled into South Benio cheating. South Benio cheating, <laughs> and that's the biggest news out of it all. And we've never actually got to ever speak about any games or any um, local football or anything. But which there, was the premise of the show when we is, first thought of it? That was what was supposed to happen. So all this other stuff that's happened has been based around this not happening. But COVID's a different time. We no one can help. What's happened, but we have got some big things in the pipeworks for if we do get up locally. But sorry for HDFL because they've already pulled the pin. Yeah, so well, there'll be no news for Lockington, no news for Mount Pleasant. Uh, the boys up at uh, uh, what is it? What's the one with the Leechville Gumbauer? Yeah, 
Our loyal followers at Leishville and Gumby are going to be so flat when we're not covering their um, all their happenings. Well, I just saw. Well, I just come around before and Steffi Grace plays at uh, Mounts, and I just saw her. She's in her netball dress, then she was crying. No one flatter than Steffi, I'll tell you that much. She lives and breathes netball. Yeah, and um, she's been practicing heaps. I feel bad. This was her year too. Yeah, well, look, all, all jokes aside, I actually think that if, if the Lawton Valley and Benio Football League go ahead, it's got to actually be a bit detrimental to the old Heathcote League because I'm just picturing a couple of blokes and even girls in the netball that want to go have a kick somewhere. Like, imagine they go, right, well, the league's not going ahead. Let's go to um, Sandhurst, Stravertay, Bridgewater, have a kick there for a year, and we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back to Mounts. We'll come back to Huntley. Rah, rah. End up getting these clubs. Have a great time. Yes, See it you is. later. We did have, I did have this conversation the other day with a few boys about saying it's very silly not to call it um, till June 30. Obviously, June 30 is when clearances shut off. So it is very silly because, yes, if your league does fold, I'm pretty sure the rules are, don't quote me on it, but... You can pretty much just... You don't need to be cleared to somewhere. You can just go and register at a new club. So, for example, if you're playing at Mounts and you the old league folds, you can just rock up at Sanders and register as if you're a new player. Because mm. you don't actually need to get cleared from a team that's... Um, from a league that's not actually playing. Yeah, so right. So, with that, you're 100% correct. So, for example, the Lockington, all the Eagle Hawk boys that went to Lockington, they can all just go back to Eagle Hawk. Yeah, the Collins boys. Um... Yeah, right. So So you're done. Sanders is done. No, we'll be all right. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll uh, jump on top of Mount. We'll try to get all the Mounts boys. Um, maybe a few of the North Bendigo boys too. Big, but, D, uh, big D Richards. Big Youngsman, he's coming yeah. across. <laughs> Out of retirement. Um, I don't know. Surely there's got to be some assurances if Heath gets pulled the pin that early. Like, AFL Century Victoria's got to... I don't know. I'm sure that can't happen. But anyway, I'll, more than likely, Lord and, ba- Lord and Valley and Benio will follow suit. But... Yeah, I mean, Lord Valley's coming out on Monday and said they're going to give it another couple of weeks. And well, they need to give it a chance. You need to be seen to be proactive, I think, and you need to be seen to be wanting to actually play because obviously it does a lot for people that do play in the community. And I think it's a good thing that they're trying to um, push it for as long as they can. I know logistically it's going to be very difficult, but good on them, I reckon, for having a crack at trying to keep it up and running and keeping our hopes, my hopes alive of getting rookie drafted to the AFL next year. Yeah, don't write it off, mate. There's going to be no TAC Cup this year, so we're on. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Will we get drafted for sure? Out of Bridgewater, twos. Rightio, that was our Bendigo Hot Topic footy news. In other news in Bendigo, there's actually not a heat going on. So we basically went from everyone just got having all these conspiracy theories about coronavirus and no one being able to do anything. And now that restrictions have lifted, there's still... Not a great deal going on because obviously bars and clubs and big gatherings and things like that, you also can't do. So we've just scrolled through and we're just going to have a crack at trying to answer some people's questions on um, Bendigo, have you say. So some very interesting ones, but I'll throw it to you first, Squidge. This is a question. Does anyone know what is happening to the Bendigo Target store? Yeah, I do. What is it? It's turned into a kitten's joint. Kittens. Oh, yeah, very similar to um, Universal. The one that was going to turn into kittens. Yeah. Nice. No, I yeah. think they're running a kittens, and there may be a gentleman's club at Universal. They're going to pit them against each other. So two, they're actually going to open two gentlemen's clubs. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and I've got it on good authority. Um, and they're going to fly um, me from mate, A mate's friend's cousin's dog owner's cat's sister told me that. So it's probably used to... Well, yeah, well, it's a big area. 
So, and it is something Bendigo needs, I think. So, yeah. and you did grow up in Kalgoorlie, so it's in your blood, oh, blood to know about those sort of joints. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's all part of growing up in Cal. We've got the skimpies. And so, all that I better stuff. write to Sonia Odette that um, that's the answer, and no. I've got it on good authority. Yeah, everyone knows that. All right, number two. Yeah, this is for you, Duffy. <laughs> my partner and I, this is Kristen, we better not say our last name. Uh, my partner and I can hear a low frequency hum in North Bendigo. Any ideas what this might be? Yeah, that that was twelve hours ago on a Friday. It was it's actually Jordan Wilson when he's running because he's got a de- he's got a poor um poor breathing. His nostrils are too skinny and he like can't breathe properly at the best of times. So I think it was the big truck, the big tugboat pulling himself along North Bendigo, and that was the hum that he was giving out whilst he was on his run. I can almost guarantee it because I've spent a lot of time with the great man and he does struggle to breathe. And this actually while we're on the topic. He can't pick his nose because he's either his fingers are too fat or his nostrils are too small. Oh, we go with too small. This, too on small. Nostrils. So when he tries to pick his nose, he uses his pinky and it still won't go up there. Like his fingers are fairly chubbed, but not <laughs> not not like out of the ordinary that you'll be like, oh my god, that guy's got chubby fingers. But it's very very funny. So yes, Kirsten. That is the low-frequency noise that you can hear. It's Jordan Wilson in North Bendigo on a run. He's a long way from home, too, if he's out at North Bendigo. <laughs> That's so. why. The, and soon it'll be a high-frequency. <laughs> and last one is... Um, what, does anyone know why I can't get on to TriStar Medical Eagle Hawk? TriStar Medical Eagle Hawk. Um, yeah. Uh, I... Who was this? Uh, Je- Jenny, Je- Jenny from Eagle Hawk. Not Jenny Hand. Not cartwheel. Oh. Not cartwheel queen. Not the cartwheel queen. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I think the TriStar has actually entered liquidation. Um, basically, they cleared out all their patients. Um, wait, did TriStars have patients? They yeah, like, they're like a community health joint. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's basically the that, Darrow of doctors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, and it's an Eagle. Well, no, it's because. Yeah, I've got it. So, um, why do people sort of go to those joints? Like, I think often, you know, because there's obviously the free STI testings and stuff that they usually offer at those joints. Um, bulk build, yeah. Yeah, bulk build, all that stuff. And basically, um, with, the office, with the isolation and the lack of one night stands in Eagle Hawk and Cal Gully and Long Gully, um, unfortunately, TriStars had to fold fold their cards because they're not getting any free giving out anymore. So the only thing that they were trading was SDIs and now they can't do that. They They shut down. That, yeah, I agree. That's definitely it. So we'll reply to her and say I've also got it on good authority from my dog's hamster's cousin's goldfish sister's stepbrother that said that it's definitely true that lives in Madagascar. We could do this all night. We should start another podcast called Solving Bendigo Have You Say's Problems. Um, Yeah, definitely. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. (laughs) Steffi, Grace, gee whiz, you're looking awfully parched over there. Babe, I'm thirsty. Well, guess what? If you need to go wet your whistle somewhere, there's no better spot to do it than the Resi Hotel and the Queen's Arms Hotel. Quarry Hill and Strathdale and Bendigo, get amongst it. Woohoo! Yo! You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a TV. You wouldn't steal a jumper from kick-ons. You wouldn't keep money from a friend. You wouldn't not return a favour. Josh Square Deck Collectors are here to help. What? 
Rightio squares. So debt collect. We have a very good one this week. So a couple of bridgy boys. Matt Burke. Um, so I'll set the scene a bit. Matt Burke built, has just built a house out in Stratford. Say so lives on his own. Lovely joint. And um, one week, one weekend, he was at work and. Liam, Jarks, and a few of the other boys went around there and had, had a pretty pretty big few days, I think, and went around to his house and basically broke into it. And the cops um, got broke into it, and it was so bad that the neighbours had to ring the cops. And the, and the cops went around there, and the boys basically said that they lived there and it was their house and all that, and the cops didn't really believe him, but they said they lived with Matt Burke and they were his housemates and that he, was, he owned the home, but he knew that they were there and all this sort of stuff. So they actually pulled Berkey over on the way home from work after they told him he worked for O'Brien's in the O'Brien's van and said, you've got blokes in your house that have broken, in, broken into your house. So Berkey said, leave it with me, I'll go around and get him out. So he went around there. And they ran into this. They actually ran through the door in the shed to get in. So they, so the side door, like the single archway door, they'd actually charged through, and they've smashed their way through the door to get into the shed to hide. And it's cost Berkey eleven hundred and fifty bucks to get it fixed. And Wellesley was one of them, and he's paid for it. And Liam Jarks has just completely refused that he did anything wrong. So we're gonna ring him up and try and get some money out of him for. Uh, for Berkey, but I don't reckon it'll go down too well, to be honest. And an apology for those uh, poor neighbours. It's a nice little suburban area in Stratford, say, there. And they shouldn't have to be putting up with that uh, that crazy shenanigans of those Bridgie boys. Let's see how we go. I don't reckon he'll answer, no, but I don't let's see. He'll either. Jarksy, it's Dorf. What's going on? Yeah, I know. I got your name saved under as Jack Daniels. I didn't know who it was. <laughs> what? Jack Daniels? Oh, yeah. Yeah, from, yeah it was It was from the night where you actually had a fair few Jack Daniels. Remember that? Yeah, fucks. What's going on? Nah, bugger all, mate. Yourself? Nah, not heaps. Big weekend? Oh, uh, yeah. It was fairly solid. Split the lip. Oh, you're always hurting yourself. Yeah, I know. Got the stitches, but I'll be right. Well, guess what? You're going to get a whole lot hurt more now because you're on Josh Grant, mate! And we are debt collecting. Debt collecting? Any debts you think you might owe? No, none. Well, <laughs> we, have, we, have it on, <laughs> we have it on good authority that you might have broken down a door at Matt Burke's beautiful new establishment in Stratford, say, a few weeks back. Not only that, you also owe all the neighbours an apology for abusing them. <laughs> I don't reckon he did it. <laughs> I don't reckon he did it. He did, he did not know what to say to that. I, don't, I knew he wouldn't be too impressed with it. He was very, very confident. Nah, don't know anyone. Nah. Oh, he's going to punch Johnny. What happened, Liam? Oh, sorry, mate. I hung up by accident. <laughs> so, is, that, is there any truth to this? No, that's. Yeah, well, call Corey Wells and ask him because I think it's it's him who owes the debt. Well, he reckons Corey Wells has paid him, but you haven't. Well, I didn't touch the door, so he's not getting a cent from me. <laughs> what actually? Run us through it. What happened? Uh, we were at he invited us around, so we we popped around. He was at and, work. Uh, he said. Hey. He said he was at work. Yeah. Well. He wanted us to watch his house or something. 
Yeah, it sounds fair. Yep, sounds fair. Who went through Sorry. the door? Uh, Corey Wells. Oh, naughty Corey. Maybe we should put it onto him then. Yeah, yeah. We've actually rang him. We've actually <laughs> rang him before, and he screened our calls and never rang us back because he yeah, knew he doesn't answer me either. Yeah, because he knows we're after money. So you're telling. <laughs> so you're not going to apologise to Berkey's neighbours? Then I'll pass it on to him. Uh, I, I didn't see any of his neighbours there, but yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to think about it. And I've decided no. Yeah, but you're in pretty suburbia Stratford, say, mate. You got to be, uh, you know, you got to be mindful of the way you're behaving. They're not used to this sort of carry on. No, I'll actually apologise to the whiz, the wizard. Which wizard? Wigard, the whiz Wigard. Oh, I thought you were talking about um, Sean Young. Yeah, the youngsman. <laughs> so you want to apologise to him via Josh Gwen, right? right? You're on record now. Tell, give us your apology. Sorry, whiz. <laughs> <laughs> Very heartfelt, as you can see. He's shaking, Jaxie's shaking in his boots. Us calling him, and we've gotten that heartfelt apology, apology out. What about to Matt Burke? You got anything to say to him? Yeah, sorry, Burkey. Um, I'll come around and have a few beers with you, mate. And do it again. Go through the back back door now. <laughs> yeah, he's giving me a ban. Oh, yeah, oh, no. He's Burkey's banned you from his house. Yeah, he was. He called me disrespectful and all over inbox. <laughs> oh, I find that no. hard to believe. That yeah, that's not true either. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, well, you're right. All right, well, we'll turn it around to Berkey then and say it's his own fault for letting you go there. Yeah, exactly right. Thanks, boys. <laughs> yeah, there is friends. <laughs> but thanks, Liam. See you, boys. See you, mate. See you, mate. I reckon that was our most successful one yet. We and, we, a- and I reckon it's because we didn't go in too hard. Yeah. We didn't go in swinging. Well, I thought he'd actually done the old... He'd done the Harry Holt. Hung <laughs> <laughs> up. But uh, to his credit, he actually called us back. Yeah, very good. He must have thought, must have felt guilty. But um, well, I don't see at all how that's disrespectful, going around to someone's house and smashing their shed and then leaving. I don't get see that at all. No, so, neither. Yeah, you're right. Wrong. Matt Burke, you're in the wrong, I think, mate. So it's your fault for going to work and building a house and letting people go around there and break stuff. So And Burke, you didn't even acknowledge that housewarming gift they left on your clothesline. That yeah. beautiful, beautiful um, casket of that uh, gorgeous fruity Lexia. Uh, they don't come cheap, mate. So come on, I think, uh, <laughs> I think you're getting your, your back end up a little bit there, mate. Rightio, I think that was a pretty uh, successful debt collect, to be honest. Our best yet. We didn't get any money, but we got two apologies. Very heartfelt. True? <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching. Thanks, sound guy. <laughs> G'day, Tommy Dunham. How you going, mate? Yeah, not good, Josh. My house has just been broken into. Been broken into, mate? You're joking. No, nah, broken into. Everything's gone. Mate, I've got the perfect setup for you. Go and see Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. That's Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. Not the, not the fast bowler for Australia, but the big, young, strapping ecotech warrior. They'll sort you out, mate. They uh, specialise in sparkiness and also installing security systems. Go hit them up. Bloody oath. I'll be right there. On your boys. Radio guys, we have a special guest on Mission Word. 
Xavier Henderson has stayed on and he's uh, he's going to do us a solid and he's going to try and get this business to say the word purple. So you're going to try and get him to say purple. Do I get to know who we're ringing? No. It's not a person. How's it been? Chef, it's right. Abby speaking. Uh, hey, Abby. How you going? Good, thanks, Yeah, not too bad, thank you. How's the... Um, I was just wondering, um, I've got to come in there um, and get a Gatorade, but um, I was just wondering, do you have any Gatorades in there? Uh, any particular flavour? <laughs> um, yeah, like gra- grapefruit? Or like... Is there like a grapefruit one there? Um, with grapes. Is yeah, what what flat, what colour is it? I can go by the colour, that's all. I my missus um, wants one. Yeah, what colour? No, I think it's the grapefruit one, but I don't know what colour it is. Can, oh, you, can, okay. can um, you just list out the colours and just that would probably make things easier, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, blue, purple, red, yellow, pink, orange, a different red. Yes, purple, yellow. that's the one. Beautiful. I'll be right in there. Thank you for that. No worries. Enjoy your night. See you soon. <laughs> well done Very, very well played oh, That's that was... better than any we've ever done no, that's... I had no what idea what I was going to say I was, was going to say kind of a tip sin The flavour <laughs> definitely isn't grapefruit A grapefruit's like this sour freaking Can I have a dim sim? Anyway, what's your favourite colour? Imagine if you said what's your favourite colour And you just said purple uh, anyway. Great well done, well done, Zay Very well done Squidge's turn And your word is Clock Clock Enjoy. If it rings for a bit longer, you get a bit more time to think. How's it been, Epson? Connor speaking. How may I help you? Oh, g'day. How are you? Yeah, great, thank you. That's all right. Um, do you have anything uh, there that tells the time? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, are you after the time? Or... Uh, oh, anything there that, that tells the time? Yeah, or what? Yeah. Oh, like for you to purchase? Or, yeah, yeah, or... yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, true, true. Um, I have a quick little peek. Okay, no worries. Just going to tell you what time it was. <laughs> okay. Can you answer the time? I've got to back up. I've got to back up. She's seeing if there's anything that they sell the time. That tells the time. Oh, if she comes back, she's like, we've got, we got a fire. Oh, we've got a clock. I reckon I'll be selling clocks, uh, and then you've done it, I reckon. Then I'll say, oh, yeah. Did you say that there was a, something that tells the time? What is the, I'll say, what is the time? What just, are you reading that on? Fire note week. Piazza being Epsom. <laughs> Julie speaking. Hey, sorry. Um, I just had a quick little look around, and I can't... I don't think we actually sell anything that does actually have the time on it. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all um, right. Did you? If anything, I'm thinking you can maybe give Apco a call. I feel like they do have a slightly bigger selection with like that sort of stuff. Yeah, what sort of stuff um, do you reckon they'd have there? Uh, oh, I was just that they have a bigger store than us, so I'm guessing that they might have a bigger selection in like that sort of novelties. Like if you're after a, like a watch or something, they might have that there. A watch? Uh, yeah. What else? What, what else do you reckon they might have? Uh, well, if you ask for sign that tells you the time, yeah, that's the only thing I can come to my head is a watch. Nothing else. What about those uh, ones that you mount on the wall? Well, I mean, what, like a, a clock? Yes, yes. All right, no worries. I'll give them a call. Okay. Thank you very much for your right, help. Have a good day. See you.
And she goes, a cool, oh, watch. Oh, a cool like, watch. I was like, no. <laughs> That's the only novelty. A cool watch is not a novelty. Uh, big shout out, Juliet. Uh, the Bowser Bean and Epsom. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I have a joke. Yes. yes. Um, what's the funniest smelling thing in the whole wide world? It's the funniest smelling thing in the whole wide world. Yes. Epps, your nose. Oh, no. Nah. It's time for Joke of the Week! Rightio Squares, it's that time of week again. Our brand new segment, Joke of the Week. Uh, Justin Williams, our uh, proud joke sponsor. Justin Williams Podiatry. We're going to give him a bell. He's going to shoot out his, uh, his best joke for the week. And then he's going to nominate someone else. So here we go. Jazzy, how are you, brother? Josh Squared. Yeah, good. It's that time. Oh, it's, that, it's that time of the week again. We loved beautiful. it last week. It's it's taken off. So yeah, I'm that, glad I nominated Smitty. You did real well. Yeah, I know. I knew it was so ca- cool, calm, and collected. But um, we want to hear your one first, and we'll get on to who you want to nominate, and we'll give him a buzz. What do you got <laughs> for us, big boy? <coughs> Righto. Um, hopefully it doesn't cut out this time. Yeah, we couldn't <laughs> hear. You. It was bad audio. So um. So these two blokes from um, from the city went out duck hunting. Anyway, they'd been out for ages and and they'd been in the, the hot spot of it and they couldn't catch anything. And one bloke turned to the other one and he goes, I wonder why we're not getting any ducks. The other bloke goes, oh, we mustn't be throwing the dog high enough. <laughs> <laughs> that is very good, very good. We do that one loud and clear. I like it. Did you think all week about that? Nah, literally, probably, I thought, early in the week, I'm going to get a call. I just went on YouTube and had a bit of a look. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube. Not, uh, failed well, to prepare is preparing to fail, Jizzy boy. Yeah, absolutely. Who are you going to nominate? Who can we give a buzz? Catch them off guard. I love Scranny Dempster. Scranny Dempster, here we go. Righto. Sounds good. Thanks very much, Thanks, Justin. Justin. Keep it up, mate. Boys. Talk to you next week. See ya. All right, that was a good one. We'll pass it over to Scranny now. Stay tuned. All right, here we go. Straight into it. Scranny Dempster. Hello? Scranny, it's Squidgy. Hey, what's up, man? No, no, Marsh, what's going on? No, Alright, hey, uh, you're on Josh Squared and um, you've been nominated for Joke of the Week by Justin Williams. So, what you need to do is you need to give us your best joke just right off the cusp here. Right now? Yeah, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Live and free, right now. Hey. <laughs> yep, two sec, two sec. One second. He's, he's, got, he's got, got ten he, seconds. He's doing a quick Google. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> he's just Googled classic jokes. <laughs> top, top search. Mate, it's PG rated. Surely you've got a joke. Surely you've heard a joke lately that you can just reel off for us. Uh, really? 
Did you hear about the mathematician who's afraid of negative numbers? No. no. Neither did I. <laughs> oh, well done, Scotty. Well done, mate. <laughs> Jeez, he was not happy with that, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, he doesn't like getting faster, the big boy. But he really? did well. He did well. Yeah, really? I, th- I think he might have done a quick Google search just quietly, but yeah, it sounded like it was read straight from something. But oh well, it doesn't say in the in the uh, rules of. How to do joke of the week that you can't do that, does it? No, it doesn't. No. Well done, Scranny, and thank you very much, Justin. Uh, great work. Keep it up, boys. Hey, Dorf. Yeah? How good's beer? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, what you should do is you should go to the Queen's Arms Hotel and tip in a few cold ones and have a burger. Bloody beautiful. Well, I should. And you should go to the Reservoir Hotel and get a beer. And eat a pizza. Are they pretty good? Very good. Delish. Delish. <laughs> Rightio, we've reached the end of another exciting instalment. Jeez, uh, I thought it was a pretty good one, Duffy. I had a lot of fun with this one. Um, sort of joke of the week, and these segments really starting to take off, I think. So, yeah. As we say to ourselves, we're, we don't actually know yet. We're sitting in a bedroom recording it, saying it's taken off, but. I do, but I do am a firm believer of my own ability and your ability, and I think we're destined for great things. Well, we can see the future. It's actually six forty-eight on a Tuesday, but this episode is getting dropped on a Thursday night at seven PM. So, when you're listening to this and you think it's actually Thursday night, just remember that Duff and I could be—we um, could be talking from any sort of time of day. Which uh, exactly, make, we just make our ve- past and present. We're tense very, right very busy people, but there is something big in the pipe works. Very big for the podcast for us. We think to take the next step. We're going to keep it a secret, I reckon. Do you reckon we keep it a secret? We'll keep it a secret. Keep it a secret because we don't really know how it's going to work yet because we aren't overly uh, tech-savvy sort of blokes, but we're going to sort it out and we're going to hopefully bring something to you very special, hopefully within maybe the next month, I reckon. Yeah, the only hint we'll give is a big shout-out to Bo Alexander, our uh, Wink Apparel boy um, with his great winter stock. Uh, He gave us the idea. He's sort of um, the tech expert behind that. So stay tuned for that news. He's basically, Bo's basically our manager. So Bo Alexander, massive shout out. F45 Bo, Wink Apparel Bo. We do have the 15% off Josh Squared code on all Wink Apparel stock. So if you do want something, jump on there because it's good and it's going very quick, but you can pre-order. But Bo basically is giving us some ideas and we're, I basically have told everyone we're now business partners in Wink Apparel, although we do not own any part of Wink Apparel. We are now business partners. Yeah, yet. Yet. We're, 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 we're coming gonna, in. It's going to be like a de facto relationship. We're going to be with him for six months and then take him for half the business. So hope you listen to Bowl and I hope you hear that because that's what's going to happen. But some other very exciting news very quickly before we get into our shout-outs. Oh, this kind, actually, this kind of is a shout-out, yeah, this is actually This, this is, is your shout-out. Shout out. So my shout-out is... As you would have seen on Instagram and Facebook, we have a new sponsor, a very, very good one indeed. Flora Hill Butcher, so Tommy and Jacko, Dargavilles down there at uh, Flora Hill, excellent butcher, rated number one butcher in Bendigo for lamb sausages and a few other things. So They are fantastic sausages too. They are, they're yeah. very good. I had snitzels from there the other day too, and they're unreal, and they're absolute pleasure to deal with the boys. They're just... Down to earth, these country blokes that just want to help everyone out. And we are a big food show and we are big on supporting small businesses as well. So we're going to be working pretty closely with them with competitions and Instagrams, um, shout outs and all that sort of stuff. We're going to be working with them to do a few things for you squares. So keep your eye out for some um, cooking competitions and some 
um, giveaways and things like that for Flora Hill between us and them. So a massive shout out to the Flora Hill boys and we love having you guys on board and we can't wait to see what, what we do with you. Yes. Uh, no, great shout out, Duffy. And my shout out will have to go to long-time friend, school friend, probably my first ever friend when I moved to Benio from Cal. He's sucking uh, up. <laughs> Joey Whiting. Um, he's actually been doing a fair bit on the uh, on the socials in terms of... So he's a graphic designer and he's been doing all these amazing NBA and EPL um, crossover designs with... Um, AFL teams He actually sent me a few today Of crossover with craft beers And mainstream beers To these new can designs And stuff He's very 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 clever cookie doof So I decided to give a big, big shout out to him For kicking a few goals And um, Yeah we'd love him to um, Keep us in the back of his mind If we're thinking about Designing a logo and he's inter- If he's interested in Designing a logo for us uh... just, just remember where your roots lie Just remember where you sl- Where you grew up Yeah that's it Now so big shout out to Joey boy uh, He's doing a great job in a, actually, I just thought of this thought. We've got so many things to talk about. Finally, this is the biggest thing ever of the whole show. It's our biggest oh. It's our biggest achievement, and we nearly forgot to talk about it. And you guys are part of this. All the squares out there are part of this. Gage Rhodes has finally, finally given in. They have. They've, uh, they're, they're sending us something. We don't know what it is. They said they're sending us something to keep us warm in the winter months. So my money's on a beanie, but let's aim high. We're aiming for a, like one of the Gage Roads jumpers, but I'll be very disappointed if it is a beanie, but after, beggars can't be choosers after all. But we do speak to them, and they do say, well done, and they send us a few things every now and then, but they don't really give us much. And we no. really said, we said to them, we're really pumping it up with Central Victorian boys. You're obviously in WA. We're getting single fins out there. We have fin cam. All our squares drink it. We tag him in about 20 posts per Saturday and, and 30 on a Friday. They've so. finally come to their senses because they know if they want to keep getting bigger and bigger that they need us on board. So yeah. we think they're sending us a beanie, but we're, I'm hoping for a, track, a full tracksuit. Beanie yeah. and pants. I wouldn't take it off. Let, let it be on the record too. When this stuff arrives, Gage Rose is officially one of our sponsors and endorsed... Josh and we'll wear it alongside Wink Apparel of because course. they also are our sponsor. Yes, now we've got sponsors coming out through our ring at the minute. We but love it. We do. We have a lot going on and we look forward to giving you it to... Oh, I've just lost the pot there. We look forward to giving you more information about these things and how we're going with Gage Roads and all of our other sponsors next week. Woohoo! Woohoo! Right, uh, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy yourselves this weekend and look after your mates! Yoo! <laughs> Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy.